Yes, we are live. It's Amina's House Podcast, episode 186. Amina, say what? I'm Shana B. Jack Stucky. And we don't know what's going on with Garnett. He must be drunk somewhere. You know, <laughs> he might pop in in the middle of, of the pod. Who knows? He had a comedy show this weekend that Shana and I went to that was extremely yep. successful. Yes, it was. So congratulations to him. You missed a good show, Dexter. You've been missing like, all the stuff, Dexter. I feel like you ever watch a reality show and they have that one cast member who's never at the events because nobody likes them. That's me. It's <laughs> <laughs> two no. back to back. <laughs> and literally when I went to go say bye to Garnett, he said, we got to get Dexter one of these. <laughs> yes. I just, you know, I but we like you, Dexter. It's not like we don't like you. Right. It's not y'all. It's me. My life is in shambles now. There's <laughs> a well, lot going on. <laughs> you're getting married, so. Yeah, and moving at the same time. It's right. just a lot happening. <laughs> Why did yeah. you schedule it like this? I, I, I like chaos. <laughs> is that what it is? Because <laughs> I'm like, you're getting married. You're moving in with her? Uh-huh. Wow. Dexter, yeah. you needed to move in with her way before getting no, married. No, my parents are like so anti with it. It's just it's okay. chaos. I'm telling you, I love chaos. I thrive in chaos. You are the king of chaos because you do like getting blocked by people. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Wait, we got to talk about that because I am I'm not marrying someone until I live with them. That's like one of my rules. Like, are you not scared? Maybe you you end up like living with her and married to her and you hate her. <laughs> I do hate how she watches TV. She's watching too. So I, I hate how she watches TV. It's the worst. No disrespect, fiance. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like it, it, and it might not even be you hate her. She might hate you. You may yeah. not put the toilet seat down. Right. You may not wipe. You know, you may leave the stains from brushing your teeth or on the mirror. Like you may be dirty. Your drawers, you use them three days before you wash them. Like there's all these unexpected things that she does not know about you. And she's jumping into marriage. I'm like, exactly. how do you hate the way she watches TV? I'm just curious. Like what would it? So we're watching a TV show. She'll turn the TV show on and then like she doesn't like say it's getting good or something like that. She'll just turn it. And then she, maybe we'll still we'll still she'll go back to another show. We'll start watching the show, whatever. Commercial comes on, she just turns it. And I'm like, she can't do that. <laughs> You're gonna have to come to a happy medium with that, with the TV yes. watching. Absolutely. I did not know that, Dexter. I would have told you you absolutely need to like move in with her, Everybody regardless of what your parents say. Yeah. You're not scared about that? No, not really. <laughs> well, it's too late anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it could be too late, but you can you can like verbalize that this is a scary thing. You can yeah, still yeah, be yeah. scared. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, when they say when you know, you know. So <laughs> I hope you know, Dexter, you're going right. to be inside of that 52 percent of people that get divorced in the first two years. Wait, wait, first, what? How many years? Two years. See, for me, it's a, it's a competition. So I'm going to do it in the first <laughs> three years. I got to make about to get in trouble, Dad. Right. <laughs> well, I will pray for y'all. Okay. <laughs> um, but we had a really big podcast. Big shout out to Moose. 
uh, the from Impact Wrestling. He joined our podcast probably two podcasts ago. And Dex, you're like the wrestling guy, so you could probably explain it better. You know the the attention that we've gotten from that so interview. We, we talked about it on a lot of sites. Like first of all, Mina doesn't watch wrestling at all. Like that's just not her thing. But a lot of the questions that she asked were questions that people did not know the answers to. And honestly. I would assume probably wouldn't even ask, you know what I mean? Only because like when she asked the question about would he go to WWE from her perspective, it's just like, this is a big organization I know about. I want to know from the fan perspective, we all wanted to know it's been going on for a month where he wouldn't confirm or deny what's going on. Anything like that. You got it out of him. Nobody knew what was going on with that contract negotiation stuff. And then you went further and was like, well, how long did you sign for it? Nobody knew that. Like that was (laughs) exclusive information. Well, I didn't, you know, and it's crazy because this bites me in the ass in my personal life, but I'm just always thinking about stuff. So this was just like, like natural questions to me in real life. People hate to be asked these questions. And it's funny because people in my life be like, Mina, I'm not an interview, but it's like, because I be asking questions, but I was just wondering, like, WWE is the biggest thing. Would you ever go there? I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. when you if you would have saw what I saw when I saw him wrestle in Philly, you would have got it. Like, I didn't realize my friend from college was such a big deal in the wrestling world. And then when when, even when I walked into the arena and they're like, moo, and they're doing this little dance like this. I don't know what the hell they were doing. They were doing some little dance. I was like, are they booing him? They (laughs) be booing my friend because I will snatch these people up. But no, he's a big freaking deal. And then I just randomly was like, yo, Quinn, come on my podcast. And then when I started doing research, I was like, wait a minute. He's like the fourth African-American to win the title. Like, I didn't know Mm -hmm. all these accolades that he achieved from wrestling. So, I, you know, it was just it's just you did. It was perfect, actually. You did, too, though. I was watching it back and you asked like really key questions that like I thought your question about like, how is the wrestling locker room different from the NFL locker room? I thought that was a genius question because very I mean, you said it's normal, but I think it's very rare for an athlete to be successful in two different sports professionally. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot. There's some freak athletes like Michael Jordan that. Even though you only want to call his golf career successful or Deion Sanders, but right. But there's a there. It's an anomaly for one, you know, a professional person to be good, really that good in two sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, so what are the, the blogs? I want to show them love. What are like some of the websites and blogs? Um, there's one um, Raja Raja. They just call Raja now. That's a huge one that I've been following since I was like nine years old. And like they did a write up on us wrestling boys, um, Dave Metzer, like who was like the wrestling God, like they all like acknowledged the interview and a lot of them did write ups and post about it. And like even the wrestling groups that I'm in and I didn't even post the podcast in the wrestling groups, they were posting it too. And it's just, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wrestling fan's dreams. Yeah, <laughs> So I uh, just thank you for everyone who, you know, supported the podcast and shout out to Quinn, um, you know, and and maybe one day we'll see him in WWE. But it seems like he's making money doing impact wrestling and he has the control that he wants. And maybe some of those things he would have to compromise if he went to WWE, even though it's a bigger name, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hop into what's in our feed. Um, the baby was trending. 
um, because of a situation with some kids. You know, every time there's a kid asking for money on the street, it becomes a thing. Because remember when Meek Mill did this and then he he threw the money, you know, a little bit of money out the window that people were upset about that. And that was controversial. This particular scenario, these kids were selling candy and um, they were, um, you know, he asked them how much do they sell the box for? Because I guess he was going to buy the box. And the one boy tried to say two hundred dollars. Then he said four hundred dollars and he was <laughs> making up these ridiculous amounts. So then he was like, wait a minute. How much do you sell one candy bar? And he was like two dollars. So he was like, so how you all make two hundred dollars off of how? And then he did the math, like how many candy bars are in the box? He was like thirty six. He was like, you do the math. What's 36 times two? And then he was like, now nah, 400. The boy couldn't even add that up. The point is he ends up giving these two boys four dollars mm-hmm. after trying to teach him a math lesson. And there's like con- um, conversation on the Internet regarding if if this is disrespectful, or if this is a teaching moment. Did he teach them to be honest entrepreneurs and charge people what they should be charged, which should have been, you know, maybe one hundred dollars for the box or whatever? Or because he has so much money, was this kind of a slap in the face for him to give these two guys four dollars? My my only issue with this situation is that it was recorded. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like you can have teachable moments and this is definitely one of those situations. But because you recorded it and you put it out there, it's kind of one of those things where it's just like that was like lame on your part to do that. Because like, yes, you could have taught these kids some things and then you could have just gave them the money and went on by mm-hmm. your business. But you like recorded it to kind of like embarrass them. And I don't really think that that was I don't think you taught them anything. Mm. You took the words out of my mouth. Like I I remember even a situation like this with Lou Williams. He asked the little boy, how much was the box? Let's say it was fifty dollars. Lou gave him one hundred because it was fifty. Right. So I did feel like with the baby, like y'all did definitely try to finesse him once you realized it was the baby. But there was a couple things. I felt like once they figured out the math, he could have gave them the actual value of the box. Because these are young men out, there, men out there still taught them that lesson. Like, hey, you're not going to finesse me. I'm going to give you this. But that was my bigger thing with a Dex. Like, I do feel like, yes, he shouldn't have gave the kids 200, 400. wasn't worth that. But he was the one that recorded it. It wasn't like one of the other kids recorded it and we're just finding this out. He actually wrote on there, y'all trying to finesse me or they tried to finesse me. So the thing that made it unteachable to me is you also kind of put these little boys down like in this moment that could have been a pure teachable moment between you and them. And that would have been something they carried for the rest of their life. And we didn't necessarily need to know about it. I just didn't like that. He pulled out the money to me. It was Mm kind of like (laughs) kind of like bragging. Like, let me pull out all this money that I have and only give you four dollars. Like, these kids have probably not not even seen that much money in their lives. And it just Mm -hmm. really gets under my skin. I mean, aside from I recorded this, this is not a teachable moment. You know, if you you could you still could have taught them what you taught them and giving giving them the money. Like, Mm -hmm. would you rather these kids and I always go back to this, but would you rather these kids be robbing you or on the street asking you for money, begging you for money or selling drugs like like you go to the strip club and spend thousands on dollars on these hoes. You can't give these kids two hundred dollars. Not hoes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man. 
And then I did feel like nobody knew how to add because I started looking at the boxes like it is not 36 power patches <laughs> in this box. So I don't know if everybody in this situation all need to be taught math, including the baby, because that's what the teachable moment that's that I real, had going on right looking there. in the box like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Everybody's off at this point. <laughs> I just don't like this. Like it, if, yeah. it I, I just hate that it gets recorded and posted. And like, even when Meek did it, it got under my skin. Like, I just, I don't agree with, these kids being young kids selling mm-hmm. stuff in the street they could be doing any other things but they're selling something and for you to come and give them dollars when you spend a ridiculous amount of money on other things granted those kids are not entitled to your money but as a human being how do you even feel okay with go you know going to bed at night knowing that you spend money on dumb stuff like watches and strippers and and materialistic things and you can't really give these boys 100 200 dollars you know how much how it would make their day and maybe just say like look guys Y'all ain't got your math together. Y'all ain't got your entrepreneurship together. I need you guys to be honest about the things that you're selling, honest to your customers. Here's $200. Please remember me. And th- make me a promise that you're going to continue to elevate your business and, and make sure that you continue to stay in school so you can get this math together. That's exactly. the incentive. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, here's money. I'm giving you money. You make me a promise that you're going to do right by this money. And one day when you grow up, you're going to be like, yo, I became an entrepreneur and little, you know, the baby gave me $200 and taught me a valuable lesson. I think that is much more teachable. And to in, in general, the baby just began on my nerves with his antics. I was going to say, so, you said you could have gave 200, which again, I do feel like you could have. I mean, you could have gave 20. You actually reached down and counted through that money to give four. And I, and again, that's why I go back to the embarrassment point with the video. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that these kids could have went home. Yes, maybe they would have just told people we meant the baby. But the internet is very powerful. We don't know what situation those little boys are in that they even, to your point, mean they got to be selling candy. Now you got them shame going back like, and y'all only got four. Like, you know, yep. and, and that could be very, where you claim you're trying to be teachable. You don't know what situation you put those boys in of having this now shame of the baby put me on and played me and, you know, all of these things on his social media because he has such a powerful platform. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Uh, moving on, a big conversation was Drake's boo. Um, he's been dating the mother of a basketball player. Mm-hmm. The basketball player uh, plays on the same team as LeBron's son. There was mm-hmm. video that uh, was circulating where he's next to this big booty girl. And at first it was just like, oh, look at Drake next to, you know, this this woman. Now we find out he's been dating this woman for a while. So there's a reason why he was at the game in the first place. Shut down Dodger Stadium to have uh, a nice romantic um, private dinner with her. And now the scrutiny comes on this woman. So they pulled up old pictures. Clearly, Drake has a type. He likes girls <laughs> with big butts and, and surgery kind of bodies. Um and this girl, I don't know if this was what her butt looks like all the time, but the picture that the Internet's found, that the Federal Bureau of the Internet, the FBI, the they found the worst picture in the world. Her booty is sagging. It looks like it's a botched butt job. Do people who have plastic surgery, do they deserve to say I'm being body shamed? 
Yeah, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people who have had plastic surgery got it because they felt shame because of their body. Like, I think that this is why I genuinely, I feel like I said this every single time these type of conversations come up. I don't understand how women like men. I really don't. Men are so disgusted. Like, I don't understand like how y'all even y'all are just great people and y'all really deal with men men are the ones who shame these women into like thinking that this is the standard of beauty go get this done go do this go do that that girl was probably fine with what her body looked like before but because of men and like the way we make women feel and how they should be looking we say like you got to go do this 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 and this and then the women go and do it and then, like, when something doesn't look good or whatever, the guy's kind of like, oh, whatever. And then other women start to jump on it. Other men start to jump on it. And then you start to shame these people. And I just, I think it's terrible. I think it's really horrible to shame somebody for their body, like, regardless of what it looks like. But that's not their body. <laughs> it is their body. No, I, it's not. <laughs> I, I have, like, a really good friend who who recently did, like, a full, like, surgery. She got, like, the chin. She got everything done. She's still the same person. She looks a little different, but overall, like, this is the same woman that it always was. The same way if you go to the gym, you go to the doctor, whatever, like, when you make these changes, it's your body. Like, it's not like you jumped out of it and it's a different thing. It's that spirit is still in there. That soul is still in there. That personality is still there. That is you. The same way with the hair. Like, I was about to say when women, but all of us get fake hair. (laughs) Right, right, right. Is is your fake hair hair. gone? (laughs) No, I'm getting it back next week. Okay. <laughs> when we get our fake hair or whatever, we're still the same person. Like, like, sure, like this isn't necessarily mine because it didn't grow out of my scalp or whatever. But I'm, I didn't change. We didn't change. We're still the same person. Okay, so that's where I disagree with you. Like with the surgery, this is mine. I paid for it. It's in here. It's mine. So the surgery, I don't have an issue with people having surgery. Uh-huh. And I do think, unfortunately, anybody is able to be body shamed. Should it happen? I don't know. We all have our own flaws. Should we be body shaming? I don't know. My issue, though, is, you know, with the women like her and like models, you know that you are selling your body for, you know, your likes, your this. And I'm not saying selling it like she's a hooker, like, but she's an Instagram influencer that's using her body for sales. So I do think that when you put yourself out like that, like there, whether or not I agree or disagree that people should be body shaming you you're putting it out there for criticism there's a reason that i'm not putting up bikini pictures of myself because i'm not very happy with my body and i don't want you talking about it and i'm not selling fashion over curve or this that and the third but when you do that you are opening the door for everybody that's i don't like that you should have went to dr miami then like you i don't feel bad for you i guess is what i'm saying like you put it out there See, Shana, like this is the thing, though. Like, and I get where you're coming from with that. And I think a lot of women like fall into that. Now I don't understand why men like women, because y'all nasty too. But I think <laughs> I think a lot of women fall into that whole thing. Like Kim Kardashian's a good example. They're like Kim Kardashian puts her body out all the time. That's why people talk about it. What I don't like though is that that trickles down. Like, like say a woman is not normally comfortable posting herself in a bikini picture or something like that. Then she posted, people still shame this woman. And the reason behind it is because we made it acceptable to talk about women's bodies. Because we're like, oh, well, this woman pays for her body. So that's why we could talk about it. People don't just see it like that. They don't turn that switch off. They look at it like any woman that posts her body. We can talk about it now. So we just we can't we can't make it OK for them to do it to these girls and then like say like, oh, you can't talk about her because they're going to. I never do- said I don't think it's OK as a, as a practice. I don't think anybody should point out anybody. But I'm just saying 
but you do open the door to that when you become like her, an Instagram influencer. And the one picture that everybody is talking about, you are purposely showing us your backside. And I don't know what doctor you went to, and I'm sure Drake then got you fixed up now. But in this picture, <laughs> it just don't look like, like, I don't want to buy this outfit. Like, is my butt going to look like that in the outfit? And I definitely don't want to go to your doctor, whoever you went to. So that's why I'm just saying is when you selling it, you are putting it out there for Open people to talk about. I have a problem when people who have natural bodies are body shamed. That's when I feel like it's really body shame. But I don't know. And, and you know, this this could sound really like a like a really bad statement. But if you have work done to your body, like if people are shaming you, that's your fault. Like you had the work done to your body. You altered your body. This is not your natural body. And it's like, if you got a botch job or you like, why did you touch your body in the first place? So it's like, I again, I'm sorry if I sound unsympathetic, but I just think that I have a problem with women who have, like when women, when women body shame Coyle Ray or Lizzo, it really bothers me, right? Because they have their natural bodies and that's when you will go and, you know, because of the, the pressures of the internet or whatever, they will go and alter their body. That's what really gets under my skin. But if you're, you know, some of these girls that the Instagram girls and you got your body done and it don't look right and people are talking about your body, like you kind of did that to yourself. You went and got this done. You went and got this procedure done. Like, I'm sure your body was perfectly fine before you got this done. I mean, that's always not the case. But when you see before and after, it's mostly, girl, you were skinny as hell and you just wanted some boobs and some booty. So if it looks crazy and you're putting it on the Internet and people are body shaming you for it, that's kind of your fault because you did this to yourself. Right. If it looks crazy, I'm sorry. And I say this as a person that if, if I get a couple of dollars, I might see a doctor. Not for no butt, though. I just want some of the fat sucked out. But and I have friends that have gotten surgery for different things. If it looks good, fine. But if I go get my butt done and I am walking around looking like an ant, I actually want y'all to body shame me. Like, as my <laughs> friends, if y'all not coming to me like shamer. What did you do? I'm actually going to be disappointed. I'm I sure feel like I need that. It. Well, if they if you got it done and it was messed up, what exactly we if we said you got to get that done? What are you, what are you gonna do? Like you can't get it fixed. Once it's messed up, it's messed I up. I will be working somebody's pole or something. Only fans <laughs> trying to get it fixed. But I will want y'all to tell me, like, girl, you know that look crazy. You you know that does not even look right. I just want to normalize like regular bodies. And it's so yes. crazy because even Khloe Kardashian is over here talking about your body shaming her. Like, girl, you did all these things to your Which body. One? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Which body? laughs> like you did all these things to your body. Like you were a beautiful girl before this. You know, if you wanted to lose some weight, you could have done it. But you did things to your body and you're still like altering your body and 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 editing it like. I don't know. I mean, people have feelings. And at the same time, if I had done my body and it didn't come out the way that I wanted and people were talking about me, it would hurt my feelings. So, you know, I I kind of feel bad that I said that. But like, I don't know, man, we need to stop normalizing getting your body done. I, we do need to normalize normal bodies. We right. do like that. I think by far we need to. But I am a proponent. If you don't like it, go ahead and get it done. But do your research. 
Go to a doctor that's going to do it proper. If you see some other girls walking around and they butt is looking like a saggy diaper, why are you running to go get another saggy diaper? Like, I'm confused. You know, because it's not a cheap process. You're going to spend a lot of money on it. But Chloe, and I'm sorry, and I don't not have sympathy for her because I really like her most. But you can't have bodies, different bodies like iPhones and you on version 12 and then be mad at us talking about don't body shame you because we don't know what version we looking at. Anyway, well, she said the reason why she got all this stuff done was because she was body shamed. <laughs> so that's why it really strikes a chord when people body shame natural bodies with me. It strikes more of a chord than someone shaming your fake body that you went and got done in DR for cheap. Yeah, but now I guess that shows you <laughs> you can't win. You can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here. Life is hard. hard. Natural body. <laughs> <laughs> OK, um, Nivea made headlines this mm -hmm. week um and they, this was everywhere she was talking to candy burris about it was an interview and she talked about little wayne now you know little wayne has dated a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. lauren london um nipsey oh, yeah. uh nipsey hustle's wife lauren london toya right yeah, toya um toya and then you know he dated a, a, a couple other girls in the industry and nivia so in this interview, she said that Lil Wayne convinced her to quit music and promised to take care of her. At the time, Nivea had a big song and her career was bubbling. She had um, a, a record late, a record deal. And she says that because Wayne told her that she ended up writing a letter to the record label and saying, you know, I'm going to head on out. And then little did she know that he was still seeing Toya, Regine's mother, and that he was married to her. So I wanted to have a conversation about that, but really about women or men dating someone else that's successful, right? If you stop working, is that your fault or the person's fault, like the partner's fault? Like, does she have, does she have the right to blame him for her not working? It's both of their fault. Yeah. I think, you know, I understand where you know she was in love because so we we you gotta give the love factor because we've all been in love and when you're when you are like dangerously in love you believe in everything that this man or woman is telling you and I, and I so I get her being caught up in that but again it is your career so right. you have to make the decision of okay do I want to give this up that I've worked she worked for for years for this man or why do I have to give up both you know why can't I have some of this and have the man as well, especially if he's in this industry. Um, to me, it sounds like a little bit of jealousy. Like I do know men in the industry that don't want to be with the industry woman because they don't want more attention going to their partner than to themselves, which again is probably a security thing. Um, but I do think, unfortunately I feel bad for her, but it's kind of like, well, her, you know, let, let, and again, this didn't happen. But what if Jay-Z and Beyonce would have got together and he was like, hey, give up your career and I'm going to take care of you. Regardless of whether he took care of her, I mean, it really would be on Beyonce if she said, I'm going to do that. Like, right. I'm going to give up the career. Yeah, I, I think also on his perspective, I think he was young. And I think that like, like immature too, in a sense, like both of them, I think immaturity played like a big part in it. I do think it's really what you said about not wanting to be with an industry woman. Like, I just want my girl to be like at home. I don't want her to be in, in this mix like that. And I think he made a, he might have really thought about that. But then I think at the same time though, it's just like, 
I'm young and this is something that I think that I would want to do. But at the same time, though, like I just changed my mind and thought to do something else. I don't think it was a malicious thing on his part. I really, mm. I really don't. But I think it was kind of one of those things where he cared more. She cared more about that situation than he did. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it was a malicious thing, but I just thought it was interesting on her behalf because Say I met a man that made more money than me tomorrow and I worked hard on my career and he told me, I don't want you to work. I want you to be a stay at home mom. That's not something I'm compromising. Yeah. You know, that's something that I'm saying, OK, I'll scale down my hours, you know, but I'm not going to stop working altogether because I've worked hard for my career. And mm. and I just. I just kind of like when I felt sympathy for her when I was watching. But then I also thought, well, then why'd you give up your career for a man that you're not even married to? So it's and like, again, although she was in love and, and I do believe in maturity and we do. And listen, I've been in love and, you know, you know what you know, what you know, but you still go with your heart. It, there was a lot going on with Wayne at the time. Like there was a lot going on, although he might have been giving you all the promises in the world. But again, as a woman, we can all sit back and say we knew what we knew what we knew. We just didn't want to see it. So, I, again, that's why I don't get like the giving up your career right. for the relationship. Even yeah, if it also, wasn't Little Wayne, you know, yeah. like, you know, people need uh, people need to be able to stand on their own, you know, and and I come from a very independent background. So I just want to put that out there. You know, some women are OK with, you know, saying, OK, I'll be a, a stay at home mom. I don't have kids, so maybe that might change if I have kids and I feel overwhelmed and I'm like, OK, I don't want to work. But like women and men just be very just be very conscious that you don't know what your the long term is going to be with this partner. So don't give up something that you've worked for for a long time for for anyone. You know, and you also, can scale it back. You just don't have to quit. Yeah. And also, I think that this situation specifically, I think, has a lot to do with like self-worth, too, because like you weren't married to him when you when he told you that like there was no there was no wedding here. And also, like, I think it's kind of one of those things. This industry's tough. And I think it's kind of like he was probably even saying to her, like, you probably won't make it much further or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? This is probably the best you can do. Or maybe she thought that herself because like, there is a reason she decided just to pull back. And I don't think it was just love. I think it's just like am I going to do this and maybe not be as successful or am I going to just let him take care of me? And I think him taking care of her is more of a guarantee than her gambling on herself and her career. You have to think of the timeline too, though. We're thinking little Wayne now back then, you know, she was a lot more popular than he was and he was still fairly brand new. You know, Regine had just, you know, was very young. So you have to think of that timeline too, mm -hmm. you know, um, for her to be kind of like, well off in her career and you know she mm -hmm. has the song and people know who she is for her to just give that up i mean just gu gu guard yourself er anyone you know if you worked hard for something don't give it up for like this one person you know no one can force you to do that and i mm -hmm. and there's so many stories of women saying like i gave up my career or i stopped doing this for this man and it mostly comes from women i'm sure men do it as well but like, don't be that girl. Don't have any, you know, don't don't uh, don't allow yourself to strip yourself of everything that you have for this, you know, for this relationship or, you know, in this current situation where if this doesn't work out for you, you have nothing to fall back on. Right. Right. And I guess my one question of sympathy and I couldn't remember and I could be wrong. So don't quote me. But was this. 
Was she with the dream before or after? I think, the dream is, I think the dream is way after white. I believe. Okay. See, I almost want to say it was before. And then that's when I got confused. Because I, then I felt like you've already had an industry guy as well. Um, or been dealing with these men in the industry. And you kind of, regardless of being in love, and I get every situation is different, but you kind of know a little bit about how industry men kind of work. Yeah, but for her to have a baby from the dream and little Wayne, she never has to work a day in her life. This is true, too. But if you wanted, but like, point, if you wanted the career, if you wanted, if when you were a little girl and that's all you wanted to do was be able to sing, money or not. And again, maybe at the time she was like, I'm about to be paid, I'm about to be taken care of. But then you get to a certain age and you're like, I gave up my dream though. And especially for that. You don't know if you're ever going to be able to create that magic again. Of course, you might have your vocal chops and ability, but that we would care that that's going to make make us care if that's what you care about. Don't give up your dream. Scale it back. Scale back the hours, you know, but don't don't give it all up, man, because you never know what the future holds. And and also, she has three kids by the dream. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was like. Confused and distorted. That's not what I said. And I think you're right. I think she was. I think she was with the dream before she was. Before, and that's why I stopped feeling sad because I saw the interview and was like, you know, when you be in love, I was like, well, wait a minute, because you had been with the dream. I know y'all had a kid. I thought it was one kid. I didn't know it was that many. And so, and I guess that's just my only thing is again, and I do think they may have been married or were getting married. So it just. Again, when you already have had that commitment and that promise from someone and then to go into another relationship. And again, we know no relationship is created equal and some connections can be deeper. But at the same time, to just be like, you know what? He said, give it up. I'm gonna give it up. Yeah, really big. Her, her, maybe just real quick, maybe it's a rebound situation because her in the dream, they were married from 2004 to 2008. And then she got with Lil Wayne, I, assuming in 2009, because her son by him. Okay, was so I'm not crazy. 2009. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. Of she, okay, so she can't all the way put it on Lil Wayne. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's what, uh-huh. that's what I, like I said, when I saw it and I felt bad, like as a woman and I saw all little Wayne's baby mothers, like guest girl, did it, and I felt bad. But then that's when I was like, wait, wasn't she with the dream? Well, what I feel bad about is the fact that she thought it was something that it wasn't, you know, and that yes. happens to yes. all of us. And mm-hmm. he was with Toya at the same time. And even Toya showed him, showed her love, and Laura, like all of the baby moms mm-hmm. were showing her love. So clearly, you show you love when you want. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing where like. Wayne was seeing multiple the multiple women, and that's what I feel bad for. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand people who say I gave up my career for my partner. I I don't know how you do. I just nothing in my brain it like makes sense. Like you gave up. You ain't even work now. Ten hours. Like I'm gonna give y'all one example like, that at worked. least ten hours, boo. <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all one example at work. But looked at the partnership was Michelle and Barack. But look at the partnership. There was always a promise, though, that there was going to be something for her. It was never like, you give up your dream completely and I'm going to take care of you. She might have had to scale back to your point, Nina. Thank you. She scaled back from what, but it was never, he never wanted to dim her light or diminish her or take her away. It was just, okay, well, I see he's here, so I got to let him go here. I'll go right here. Right. You know, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I can do this on the back end. 
That's what I'm saying. But don't allow people to dim your light. That's that's also, my only message. Like, don't take it. You don't have to take it. Pete, no one can make you do anything. You can say, OK, I'll go from working 40 hours a week to 15 hours a week, but I'm not doing less than that. Boo. And if, if you want me to, you can go and find uh, go ahead and right. find another girl because and, and, I, this ain't for me. Just real quick, lastly, on this Nivea Lil Wayne thing, I think that maybe what we're saying applies to other people. Um, Lil Wayne and Nivea seem to have gotten together in 2009. According <laughs> to what I'm looking at here, she hasn't released a song since 2005. So you gave up that career long before you met him. <laughs> like, I don't think you were trying at all. <laughs> so she blamed Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne ain't it. <laughs> and look, I don't, I don't want this to come off as like, we're bashing or anything. Not bashing the butt. When I read the headline, like Little Wayne, Livia. I did too. Wait a minute. When I read the headline, Nivea says Lil Wayne convinced her to quit music. Convinced you to quit your music? If this is what you've been put on this earth to do, and you've been singing since you was a kid and you was a passion, no one can convince you to do anything that you love, right. that to quit anything that you love to do. Like, I don't care who I fall in love with. You're not going to tell me you need to come off the radio. I, I, I was put on this earth to do this. Listen. Like, how you gonna tell me I need to stop this? I like might you said, that's a red podcast. flag conversation. That's I a red flag conversation. Like I might stop this Nina. podcast, but I'm not gonna stop be, being on the right. I'm gonna I'm like, scale, like, scale it down. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point, Mina, that's a red flag conversation. If you don't have a partner that's like, listen, our partnership is gonna be this. Boo, we got to get to here. Maybe you could do a little less of this. I might have to do less of this or more of this. But that's a partnership. Somebody that just wants you to just, just stop and even suggest it. That's not a partnership with somebody that you should be with. If it's if it's for their greater good and ultimately not for yours, there wasn't a promise of anything other than what money and I'm going to take care of you. I mean, she had the kid at that point. She was going to take care of anyway, whether whether you wanted to or the courts wanted to, she was going to get taken care of. Sure. Right. But people <laughs> need to be smarter. Like if you ain't got the ring, you can't take half. So you can't tell me to quit my job if I can't take half your money, you know, and take your job. Like you, we just need to be smarter about stuff like this. Like you. <laughs> like you it, want me to is. quit my job, but I can't go and take your hours because I'm married to you. Like, no. And again, just quickly on that partnership, if I remember correctly, although Michelle Obama had to take a step back the reason she was willing to do it because even dating barack he was willing to take a step back to be with her so that was why when it got to that point of them needing to he had already made this statement to her of willing to do whatever to be there so that's why it was a little easier for her to be like okay he my boo i'm gonna ride out with him. right and compromises need to be made you know but it's a step by back not a quit you, you know, not a cut off. Right. <laughs> Especially if you ain't married. That's that's the bottom line. Like if you decide if you guys as a partner, as a partnership decide, OK, what's best for our family is you stay home. Right. And you're married. That's different because you yeah. can legitimately go into court and say, we made this decision as a couple for the for mm -hmm. the benefit of our family. And this mm -hmm. is the ultimate sacrifice that I made. Yep. I understand it. I that that would not be me. I'm cutting down to 10 hours. <laughs> I'm not cutting down to zero. OK, but um, I'm just saying then you have a leg to stand on. You mm -hmm. don't have a leg to stand on when you don't got the ring. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, he's making you a verbal promise. You ain't sign a contract. 
<laughs> I didn't get this in writing. You ain't send it in an email. So like, why would I give up my only source of income for, for something that, that is not concrete, like solidified, like a marriage. Like we signed some documents saying that I'm entitled to what's yours is mine and what's mine is yours. And then that poor woman then finds out he married Toya. <laughs> so now you've been hit double, double. And like, this is why you can't compromise your career. You don't know what's going on on the other end. Oh, okay. If she would have kept her little career, okay, you want to go and get married to Toya? I'm going to go over here and do this. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. All right. So that wraps up what's in your feed. I didn't know if that was just me or if other people felt that, that way. That was, that was a good one. Right. That was a good one. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our topic. Our topic actually comes from Khloe Kardashian in one of the thirst traps that she put up. And then uh, Lamar Odom said, hottie. Tristan Thompson comes on the back end and says, you came back to life once. Uh, I don't know if you're going to have the same luck. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, right? Mm -hmm. So they're fighting on Instagram over Khloe, and she's not even with any of them. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about love triangles. Like, have you guys ever been involved in a love triangle? Um, something that aired out publicly on social media um, or maybe not, maybe prior to social media? Have you been stuck in like a three-way situation like this where people are fighting or maybe you were fighting for other people? So I was not in a, in a fight situation. And this is, I'm, I'm not even going to say what the platform was because I don't want to date myself. But I did find out that a guy Black that Planet. I was, <laughs> know, it was my face. <laughs> I found out that a guy that I was dating, that we were dating on and off, but he had just come back to me. Like, I want to be with you. Like, like full on press. And I was still like, oh, I don't know. Um, you know, and basically come to my house on this weekend pretty much begged me, like was talking about he wanted to have a kid with me, everything. In high school? And that next weekend, y'all, he got married. But I didn't know. I'm just calling him because, again, you giving me full court press. And I'm like, why is his phone ringing weird? Like, because you out the country? But I know. But I'm like, why? And one of his friends who must have just felt bad said, sent me a thing that said, hey, look at these pictures from my homeboy's wedding. And I click <laughs> on it. <laughs> and it was all of these pictures. And mind you, you know how my space was? I saw people putting congratulations up, but I'm still acting down like, what do you got promotion at work? Let me call him because I don't know. <laughs> and so I was so, I will never forget. And I was working for the Sixers. I was so sick. I had to go home. My girlfriends came over with pizza, everything. And then he came. And when, and when I, he came back, and then he's trying to act like his phone was broke for four days whatever, whatever. He's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I, when I, I just was like, I can't play this game. So I was like, did you get married? And he said, how did you find out? And I was like, from my space. And I said, what do you mean? How did I find out? And he said, I wasn't ready to tell you. I was like, you were, tell me. You said you wanted to be back with me. Well, how is this going to work? So I know, so technically I was, but I didn't know I was in a love triangle. The worst part about that, though, was he wound up being a six or season ticket holder. And I am petty. And I did tell him, like, you can't ever bring her here because I don't ever want to be disrespected like you already disrespected me. So he didn't. And then one time he brought her there and everyone knew. And everybody was like, Shana, don't go out there tonight. Don't go out there. <laughs> and I trust him out so bad. He never brought her back. And now that I'm a little bit mature, I do feel like that was immature. Like, that's that man wife. And I am wrong, but I was wrong that I was hurt at the time. So I just didn't want to see her again because I knew, but she knew 
that we had dealt with each other. So she also knew. So that's why I think it was like a weird triangle, but it wasn't a triangle via social that I was putting myself into. Are they still together now? I don't know. I know he was trying to tell me that they were getting divorced, but I don't have time to listen. That's so. a lie. Girl, you know, right, I'm like, once that's a lie too. <laughs> Right. It would be no trust in our relationship at this point. It's a right. dumb, yeah. it's a dumb bug for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, in high school, I, I was. It's funny too because in high school, I thought it was cool because there was a guy who I was cool with. I'm not like the best of friends, but we were cool. And um, he was dating this girl, and I was like, oh, I kind of like her, whatever. So then I like took her from him, and I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> Took this guy. You out here saying this to steal your girl. But before Trey Songs was a thing, no. Like this is 2005, (laughs) 2005, 2006. And like I took her to prom. Now I'm talking too much, but whatever. I took her to prom. Like we were together. Like I took this guy's girlfriend or whatever. And but me and him were cool. He was like really cool with one of my best friends, one of our other, like we were like a circle. Like the four of us were really kind of like a circle, whatever. And I took his girlfriend. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Fast forward to me and her not having like the best being on the best terms, but still kind of like talking or whatever, not together, but like you're still mine in a sense, if that makes any sense. Like the stupid, like that stupid in between phase of like we're done with each other, whatever. So I was in college and I came home for like December break. And one of my other friends was like, I got to tell you something. You know, I have my own apartment or whatever. She's my roommate. She smashed him who literally was the best friend of the other guy in high school, which was one of my friends. And I'm like, what? Like, I was mortified. It was literally like karma. Like, I felt it. Yep. Like, I felt how like, you get them is how you lose them, Dexter. Hot. Like, my body got hot, and I was I wanted to fight them. <laughs> because, I'm, mind you, me and her weren't together, but it's like, you disrespected me because you shouldn't have done that. It was, I mean, that's, I did called, it. that's called karma. Okay. That is called karma. It's so hard. Like it was, it was bad. Like that was, it was reaping and sowing. You was reaping yeah. and sowing. You know, it's funny. I haven't ha- been in a love trial. Not that I'm aware of in my uh-huh. adult life, but um, I have been in one in high school and it, it, it always happens in high school, the most immature stuff, but it's like, I went, I was dating this guy. Okay, first of all, the guy was dating my friend, right? But she never claimed him. I didn't know at the time. Me and you were right here with it. Right, like, I didn't know they were seeing each other like that. Like, I knew they were hanging out, but I didn't know, like, the extent of their relationship. And she never, like, said that they were serious, you know? Like, so he never said it. She never said it. I knew that she was talking to, like, other guys so I thought like they were just hanging out getting to know each other I didn't know how serious they were um so then he starts like approaching me and I what then this is this is a valuable lesson that I learned I should have talked to her and asked her like oh Mm -hmm. you've been hanging out with this guy you know whatever whatever but I'm a teenager I don't know so I'm thinking like okay well he's coming at me he must not be talking to her any, you know, and maybe it wasn't even that serious because she didn't tell me it was that serious. And there was another guy that she was talking to that she was like really into. So I didn't know that she had like they had anything had happened between them. Right. So she when he comes, bag, she was in his bag, too. <laughs> right. So like when he comes at me, I'm like assuming like, OK, well, maybe they don't have anything going on. So I start talking to him. I should have asked her, but I, I didn't. And that that's like 
growing pain yeah. you growing up and understanding how to maneuver in life now if a guy comes at me that i think was hanging out with someone or whatever i'll ask you know yeah. just to avoid the situation but i didn't i took his word for it and i started talking to him and then he used to live down the block from me and we all used to live in like the same radius so i'm walking down the street one day to go see what i think is my man and then <laughs> i've seen him with my other friend Mm-hmm. and i whooped her ass because why you fight her because she knew i was with him <laughs> he knew like so it was like it was such an uncomfortable thing i stopped talking to him you know um me and her fought because i don't even care about him clearly he's like a dirty d but it's like you knew i was talking to him you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's funny because then I went and told my other friend, like, yo, can you believe that this happened? And she was like, oh, well, um, it's it's funny you're saying that because, you know, him and I were talking. And I'm like, I didn't know y'all was talking. You ain't even tell me. He up here talking to everybody. Y'all wasn't even to, in a triangle. Uh, y'all was in like a hexagon. Hello. <laughs> I was like, but you did. I, but I was like, how were y'all talking? And you didn't even tell me. You were making it seem like he was just like a friend or whatever. Because she was like, because we were just getting to know each other. It wasn't that serious. And I was talking to this other guy. And I'm like, well, girl, how am I supposed to know which one of your guys are your guys? If you, right. don't, if you don't properly claim them. Like you was making it seem like y'all was just kicking it. You know, we in the age where people just kicking it, right? You just hanging out, mm. you smoke weed with people here and there. It don't mean y'all married. It don't mean you kissing. It don't mean you having sex. You just hanging out. You getting to know each other. It might go there. It might not. But I had no idea she was dealing with him. And then afterwards, when I beat the other girl's ass, which I stopped talking to, um, <laughs> I went and told my friend and she was like, well, I was talking to him and you started talking to him. I'm like, I didn't know you were talking to him. You need to be more vocal about the people that you're talking to. Because when I was talking to him, y'all knew. The fact, right. that, he, the fact that you talked to this girl's man then told her, well, you should have been more vocal about it. She needed to beat your ass. Like, she should have <laughs> Listen, he had y'all all messed up. He had y'all all about to be sister wives every day. I no, did but just think of two more recent things, but I wasn't in a triangle. I had an ex that had his ex. Well, he didn't have his ex. His ex started a fake Instagram page. And I didn't know. The only thing that made me realize it was I started to realize there were only certain pictures that she liked. And when I started putting a correlation together, and then I looked at like other people that I knew pages and it was only when he appeared. I was like, OK, she thinks she's slick. And the only reason why she probably don't follow me to this day, because my Instagram got hacked. So she probably think I blocked her or something because it was one of those pages that don't have no avatar. Like it says some made up name like DD999 or something like that. But when I just started noticing the people she was following and like some of my friends, I'm like, this is definitely her and it would be anytime he told me like something happened between them and them she would like like pictures and I I just I thought it was the funniest thing like why are you on I'm not even with them like why are you on my page and so that was my more recent Instagram one but it was definitely not like Lamar and Chloe they we wasn't uh, might going back it might be worse and men deserve so much better the, when you were explaining that just now my head almost exploded I, I can't think of one guy who i know or even don't know who would do that women are psychos why are you creating fake pages to look at other people's stuff that is insane 
because they want to know. They want to know. Okay, follow you on your own. If I want to see something that somebody's post, I'm going to follow them on my own and I'm going to look at it. Well, that's what was funny. She did not follow me. Like, she has a page, but she doesn't follow me on that page. But I guess it was like, but then it was weird because it's like, why do you like in the photos? I guess right. that was the part that tripped me out. It's like, but that's what made me, it was the breadcrumbs. Like, Mina said, I became the FBI because it was the breadcrumbs that led me to the answer that this is a fake page you created. Right. And the fact that you even put that together gives me a headache, too. Women are crazy. Like, y'all are. No, insane. but y'all make us crazy. Because you know what I've noticed about myself? I will not go and di start digging until I get like this this feeling that you're being shady. And if y'all wasn't being shady, I wouldn't go digging for for gold. And normally when I go digging for gold, I find gold for some reason. Yeah. So it's like it's the intuition of you're acting shady. You're disappearing. You I don't hear from you for four days. You you in Mexico on your honeymoon like that's like it, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't just become crazy. You disappear for four days. Your phone is off sometimes. It's <laughs> Your not phone off. You're crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't text me right away sometimes. You text me the next day at 7 o'clock at night when I text you the previous morning. Like, these are the actions that make us start, like, see, are you playing games or not? Nah? Now yeah. I'm going to go start looking for stuff. And, you know, I, we, I wouldn't even hop on the Internet and Google people ha if people come correct. I don't feel the need to because I feel secure and I don't feel like you out here being a scumbag. But the second that my little my little tingly, you know, my little, you know, my little sci fi or my little bu butterflies, whatever it is in your body that makes you feel like someone's doing dirt. When that little, you know, that little red flag starts going off, I'm going to start investigating because I'm now, not here in a situation where you acting funny and crazy and you're not right. telling me why. And I don't know why. Now, I'm going to tell you all the truth. I do have other pages. They're not fake pages. They're like real pages. And if I do feel like, and I have not done it in a long time, thank you, Jesus, I'm deliberate and I'm also very single. If I do feel like I need to look, I might look at it from one of the other pages, but they not fake pages. And I'm also not going to like a picture though. Like what I'm not going to do is like a picture. But that's what I would say guys are too dumb, especially on social media. Because at Instagram, I hate that they did this. They took away that feature where you used to be able to see what somebody liked. Cause that's how I always catch it. That's how I always catch it. Cause I'm like, oh, that's three likes. Let me go up on this girl. No, I agree with you. I was doing the same thing. I, I, I caught people out there cause of that feature, but there's still other ways for you to catch people. Listen, the, the like in the comments are still there. Once they start taking away the likes, then all we got <laughs> is the comments. But if, if you lace too many heart emojis, I'm investigating. <laughs> I am investigating. <laughs> Why are you sending all them heart emojis to my dude? Like, no. <laughs> I investigate even on people that ate my men pages. And there's like, it could be different Instagram people. And I act like guys just can't be attracted to women. Different Instagram people I might follow. And I'm like, oh, she look cute with her babysitting. I'm like, wait, who like this? Uh-uh, what he up here doing liking it? Let me see one more like, and I'm going to have to tell his wife. That's funny, no. too, because there is, there is this woman. Who, she's a yoga instructor. And I always find myself liking her post and people will screenshot it and send it to me and be like, you know, you like this. And I'll be like, yes, I know I liked it. <laughs> Yo, you know, recently, like within like the last two years, I caught a guy with an like kind of playing me and someone else off of Instagram. Like, and it didn't become a full love triangle because I never met the girl. If she passed me on the, on the corner, I wouldn't know. 
But the guy like was coming on real strong to me, you know, and normally like I'm very like, uh, you know, I block people. But sometimes, you know, I have a connection with people and whatever. So um, I, I was like developing a genuine connection with him. We were having a really good time every time we would hang out. And I was like, like, yo, like I really like being with this guy, whatever. So um, he starts acting funny after like three weeks. So I'm like, how you just go hard? And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. switch up. It's always the switch up where you kind of switch up. Mm -hmm. Right. So so I'm like, OK, so then I start looking through his page and I noticed there was like a family, you know, a, a, a Halloween company party. And then I, I'm, you know, scrolling and there's a picture of him and this girl, um, you know, at the company holiday party. And it's just them. So I'm like, OK, so I click on her and then I go through her page and she's an Instagram model and a fitness model, whatever. Right. And and I go start looking through her page and he liked all of her pictures. He put in up tongue emojis, wet emojis, heart <laughs> emojis. Right. Like <laughs> all kinds of emojis in her comments. And recently. Right. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to keep an eye on this. So one day he had told me that he was going to um, he was going somewhere with his family. So then he disappeared for the night. And I don't know what made me, but I went on the girl's page. Right. And then I went to her to her um, to her Instagram stories. Tell me why they were together. Wait, you looked at yes. her. Story? Yes. Like on her story, like the girl didn't post it. But it was in her IG stories, like yes. must have been videos of him and her yes. together. They were together. And at this event that he told me he was with his family. That is family. About to get married, baby. No. <laughs> like, that's my girl. <laughs> so I, I, you know me, I'm the master of asking questions. So I start poking around to see if he'll lie to me. And he straight up lied to me, right? So then that. I told him, like, yo, I know you're talking to this other girl. Like, why would why wouldn't you tell me? And you went to the game with this girl. And he was like, oh, I'm dating. I'm allowed to date more. I said, but you didn't tell me you was dating. So. But you didn't say I'm going. I'm just going out. You told me you're with your family. family. So you gave me a lie. So that's the difference. Like, yes, when we date, I don't have to give you specifics, but I don't have to lie to you. And you lied to me. Yeah, and, and you ghosted me. Then it's also one of those things like, OK, you're dating. Does she know about right, me? Right. I don't think right. she does. Because you tell her on the days you come to see me, you with your family, too. Right. So it's crazy. So I cut him off after that. And then like months later, he tried to like holler at me again. And I'm like, nah, bro, you one of those that became people hemmed up because you one of those that going to talk to two girls and not let them know. Like if you would have yeah. told me from the jump I'm dating, I would have been like, all right, I would have put my brakes a little bit on how how you know how we were moving. But you didn't. You made it seem like, OK, you're really interested in me. and You want to take this to the next level. Mind you, you have this a whole other girl that you date in. And then he had explained to me later that they was in a relationship and they broke up or whatever. But I was like, why you just couldn't be honest? I, I mean, had to go on like through. mine. In my what? head, I just I just became Shayna and I, I made up this whole scenario that this guy is the one that you almost risk COVID for at the bar outside. Like, <laughs> no, that's not that's him. That's the one. <laughs> no. I was going to say, you was going to get a call like me that, that not not telling you the truth of just how did you find out? That was the best. That was the best. You never tell like, them you found out through social media, though. You make up an excuse. You never tell them that. No, that's I just was literally like, 
I never even told him what friend. He actually asked me several times, and I'm like, I'm never going to tell you that. But let me just tell you, that's a good friend. That's a good friend because he felt bad because he knew you was lying to me. That's a good friend. Yeah, well, it is a friend. It's the Federal Bureau of the Internet. It's the FBI. Okay, (laughs) that's my best friend. I find everything out on there. Okay, (laughs) listen, I found out a man that told me he was separating from his wife and getting the divorce. I found out he was in Puerto Rico with his wife living his best life. Social media is your best friend in finding out this stuff. It really is. So I've avoided a lot of triangles thanks to social media. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, anything else you want to add? I do want to just add back to the Nivea conversation. This is another reason why I don't feel like she should give up her career. Because Dex, when did you say she had her son in 2009? I love them all. And I really love Lauren London the most. It says on September 9th, 2009, she had her son. So if you gave up your career during this timeline, I'm a little confused. It sounds like a lot was going on in his life for him to make a commitment to you without making a commitment. That's my last thing. I'm done. I don't feel bad. I felt really bad. I had a little tear for her yesterday. I don't feel bad no more. I feel bad. I just think some people need to take responsibility sometimes for their actions and not say someone made me quit or did this or did that. You 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 quit. You voluntarily quit. You 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 allow someone to take this independence from you. Don't ever allow someone to take that from you. Yeah. And you said Lauren London had her baby when? September 9th, two thousand nine. December. I mean November thirtieth, two thousand nine was Nivea's <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. Wait, so what's the timeline? Because I'm confused. It was at the same time, and apparently he probably was married to Toya. No, well, that's what what I felt bad for. That's right. If I'm going to feel bad for anybody, it's her. So she had said, no, I I feel bad for Nivea too, because Nivea, so this is what, I don't know if y'all watched the interview, but Nivea said she was living in Lil Wayne's house, and then he said, let's go get an apartment. So she was like, okay. Went and got in, you know, living in an apartment. And then he moved Toya into the house. But how did she move into an apartment with him when she had three kids at home? Right. There's a lot going on. I don't know. There's a lot going on in both of their lives. To your point, what we're going to take from today is accountability. I think she needs to be accountable for the role she played in that relationship. Well, he didn't say he made me. She said he convinced me. But why was it easy to convince you to give up your what what I would think is your your lifelong dream? When it sounds like and then again, this is no shade. And like I specifically love, love, love more than I love Toya. He had his time and effort spread in a lot of different areas that you had to have known at some point wasn't focused fully on you. Yeah, but you know how these guys are. Oh, I'm doing a photo shoot. I'm doing a music <laughs> video. I'm in the studio and you ain't in the studio. I went away for a couple of days. How right, you, you blowing Toya's back out. Like, you know <laughs> how, they, how they be, girl. Lauren London's pregnancy was very, like, public. And I know because this is when she blocked me. So I know <laughs> for a fact that, Nivea, you knew that this girl was pregnant. No, it was Toya, not Lauren London. No, we're saying Toya, he was married to Toya and had babies by Lauren London and Nivea while he was still legally married. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He had a lot going on for him to convince you to leave a career. I don't know that he convinced you or you just maybe wanted to do it. You might have been tired. It was all being manipulated, basically. (laughs) And and I feel for them when it comes to, you know, the relationship aspect, when it comes to the career aspect. 
sometimes you got to take a little bit more accountability, you know? And Nibia, don't tell nobody else that story either. Don't tell nobody else. Did y'all see Candy's face throughout the thing? Yes, yes. yes. I was like, Candy, fix your face. You got to at least have a little sympathy, you know, like just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like Candy was like. (laughs) (laughs) All kinds of faces. If you're listening on any of the audio platforms, I just put every kind of face, like crazy face that you can put. So. All right, guys, thanks for watching on YouTube and listening on any of our podcast platforms. It's Amina House, Mina's House podcast, episode 186. I'm Mina, say what? I'm Shayna B. Jack Stucky. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.